if you're in a place where you've lost hope that God sees you, He knows exactly where you are, and His plans are bigger than your dreams. So take heart. When you find yourself between here and there, the now and the then, it can feel difficult to embrace life and all that it has to offer, especially when you feel like you haven't arrived yet. Wherever you're at though, we wanna help in that beautiful struggle of transitioning well through aspects of faith and life with The Places Between, a podcast all about transitions. Hi, I'm your host, Wendy. I'm a storyteller and a creative with a passion for adventure, fitness, and faith. What began as a love for travel, experiences, and community turned into helping clients around the country tell their own stories and inviting others to join them. I've always been passionate about people fully living. That means navigating those places between, opening up a safe space to have conversations, and encouraging growth along the journey. So join me as we explore what it's like to transition well on the places between. Do you remember what it was like to have to count the days down till your birthday as a kid? Heck, even a holiday. This last summer, I remember spending time with one of my closest friends and her daughter was so cute. She was talking about the 4th of July and this parade that she was going to get to see with all the flags and the candy being thrown everywhere. As she twirled around in her red, white, and blue dress, she was already wearing just two or three days before the 4th of July. I remember what it was like when I auditioned for a theater school in New York City to have to wait six weeks to find out if I had even made it in. The waiting felt like an eternity as a 20-year-old, and when the day came to finally find out the big news, it's almost as though I didn't want to know, because what if I would be disappointed? Then there were times that I would ask for a raise with work. I already knew I was working well over 40 hours a week and killing it at getting all the PR necessary. So I just knew a raise was the next right thing. But the longer I waited for an answer, the less hope I had it would actually happen. And then there's the waiting, the hoping, the longing for, the even bigger answers of life. Praying for healing of someone with a life-threatening diagnosis that would inevitably take their life, and the more signs of decline that would become obvious, the more nervous the family would get. The dating of someone that you just knew you wanted to spend your life with, to happily date through several years right after college, you knew it wasn't the right time to settle down because, well, careers were taking off, right? But then three years became four, and then five years, and then six, and the six years into the relationship, you found yourself questioning if you were even the right person for each other. Side note. I actually have a close and very dear friend who dated her husband for nine years, you guys. Nine years. Praise God, they eventually did get married, and now they've been married for even longer with two beautiful kids. 
And he says he doesn't even know why he was so worried about giving up the life of singleness. It's way more fun to enjoy the perks of marriage and slumber parties anyways. What about the times of life that you can't even keep track of how long you've waited or hope for something that would happen? Building your career, waiting on the one, praying for healing or restoration after that devastation. Today, I want to dive into a Devo just to remind you that if you lose hope or if you're in a place where you've lost hope, that God sees you, He knows exactly where you are, and His plans are bigger than your dreams. So take heart. The day in and the day out of life can be a real struggle sometimes close to unbearable, especially when it seems as though the point between or the waiting time seems to be a little longer than our desired timeline. Would you agree? I wonder what it must have been like to be Joseph in prison waiting for freedom, or the woman with the issue of blood hoping and looking for a cure for over 12 years. Perhaps Simeon can tell us a thing or two once we see him in eternity about waiting a lifetime for the Messiah and Savior to come. The Bible is full of great stories, triumphs, and victories through God's magnificent hand at work. But the part we don't fully comprehend is the actual wait time, you know, that longing between the glory to glory. We get to read from the beginning on through the middle of the struggle and tragedy of the story, and then onto the delivery or the triumph at the end of the story because of the access that we have to God's word, right? I heard a true but ironically funny statement once from a well-known author and pastor named Chris Vallotton. He said, we move from glory to glory as believers, but it's hell in the hallway. If that didn't feel like a reality, do you feel like you can relate? When will this hell be over? I often cry out. Keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus, I can only trust and then thank God for other areas of life that I've seen him deliver and carry forward his promise to make all things work together for good. It's given me hope for times between seeing fulfillment of a dream or longing fulfilled that seems not so unreachable. So why don't I actually live comfortably with my day-to-day though? Why don't I just decide to settle into something more attainable with my comfort zone? And why do I continue to dream so big after so many years of waiting. I'll tell you why. Because honestly, I want my life to testify God's work and glory in my life. Don't you? I want my life to be a reflection of His power, and I want to show off His bigness, like the things that only He is capable of doing. Just think of the miracles from the Word of God. When God showed up doing something mighty like parting the Red Sea to deliver the Israelites, or when Jesus turned the water to wine, or even raised the dead like He did with Lazarus, it's not only so that God's glory would be displayed, but it really did benefit and completely bless those who received the miracle. Lazarus being raised from the dead certainly gave Mary and Martha something to be joyful about. After all, they did have a dead relative until Jesus showed up. Bringing life to the daughter of Jairus after he traveled to see Jesus so that he might come to heal her was something to shout praises about. 
And even the story of the woman with the issue of blood who interrupted Jairus's journey to see Jesus, her being cured of an incurable disease that lasted for 12 years, it relieved this woman from being an outcast. And honestly, it displayed God's glory even more. So I was recently challenged with this thought as I had listened to another podcast on waiting. The conversation was circling around the thought of life starting once we got to a certain place. You know how we live with that thought of once I lose 10 pounds, then, or once I get that promotion, then, oh, once he notices me or once they see my work, then. The gal being interviewed said something I've continued to remind myself of for years because I don't want to miss life by living in the future, being obsessed over the vision I have for my life. Heather Thompson Day powerfully stated, you have to stop thinking your life starts at your metaphorical there. Life is right now. I think there's this misconception about calling and vision though. When God calls you on a journey and you've truly decided to step out and trust him, people often think it shouldn't take long, that it won't be hard, and that we'll effortlessly get to the other side or arrive at the vision he's given us, just like that. Oftentimes though, I believe it's in the actual journey towards that destination that we actually want to give up. We are tempted to call it quits or exit the plan. We're wired to seek comfort, aren't we? I want to encourage you though, friend, what he began, he will sustain. If it's truly from him, what he gave a vision for, if you hang on to it and keep after it, he will get you there. And just like the Bible, when God speaks about getting to the other side, whether calm seas or raging storms, we can trust God to deliver on his promises. If he's given you a vision and a promise for where you are going, hang on to that. I'm reminded of Peter, the disciple who had enough faith to get out of the boat and try walking on water. Despite being wobbly and even sinking a bit, he chose to trust Jesus would carry him. Just picture Peter, the disciple, crawling back into the boat after Jesus has rescued him when he started to drown. And if it were you, you'd be gasping for air, hugging the pillow, thanking God that you're not drowning anymore, but soaked nonetheless. My friend, you might be following Jesus if you're in a storm and completely drenched. At least you can say you jumped in though. Jesus never promised a healthy, happy, or safe life. He did say he would never leave you nor forsake you. He did say he would remain the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's pretty amazing in an ever-changing world. He did promise unconditional acceptance, love, and grace, despite our biggest flaws, hangups, and habits. And Jesus promised to work all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. It may hurt like hell in the hallway of getting to that place, but don't quit. Perhaps some of you are in the middle of a storm. Trust that God knows. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is faithful to carry you to the end, my friend. If God has given you a word, please don't give up. 
We need you to fight for it. Fight for you. Fight for others. Your story can be hope and encouragement to someone who really needs it too. But additionally, my question to you is, are you struggling to hang on to hope? Do you believe that God could do a miracle in your situation? Similar to Peter getting to experience walking on water and then being rescued in the middle of the storm, there's other characters and evidence of God's work in people's lives that we can look to, like Jairus or the woman with the issue of blood who also had the courage to believe Jesus for more. Go read the story of Jairus' daughter and the healing of the woman with the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8. It starts in verse 41. I'll tag it in our show notes. See how God radically showed up and how he moved in their situations because of their faith. How beautiful it is to see Jesus have compassion towards someone who wanted to believe and simply had the faith to come to him. Be encouraged. God is a God of miracles. When your heart begins to wane and the delays of life or that vision coming to pass seem unbearable. Remind yourself of His promises and choose to trust that He is gloriously setting the stage to show up and show off because He is only good. God is faithful. He works all things, every road, every relationship, every waiting place, everything together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. He takes delight in giving his children the desires of their hearts. So trust, my friend. Remember how big his plans are compared to your dreams. Let me pray for you. And then if you have an extra few minutes, why don't you spend some time talking to God about where you're at? My hope is that you'll resolve to continue showing up to life right now as you know it making the most out of your day-to-day, knowing that God works all things together for good. And even if you don't see it yet, rest assured that He's working behind the scenes. Father, you are in the business of miracles. Right now, it feels like agony waiting for your word to breathe life into our situations. Like Peter, being in the middle of what feels like a never-ending journey, we admit the waves feel too big and we need your rescue. You know how long my friend has been waiting, and yet sometimes you want us to continue forward so that you might display your glory even greater. And just like Jairus' daughter being healed, and then the woman's story with the issue of blood, you healed her too. You even prevented Peter from drowning, so I know you can do it for us too. Lord, these stories from the Bible give us encouragement to know that you haven't forgotten, and perhaps you're in the midst of setting the stage to gloriously show up and show off in our stories. Please encourage our hearts as each of us choose to continue delighting in you despite our circumstances that show otherwise. Help us to know your plans far outweigh ours. Help my friend to keep the resolve to keep showing up in today, knowing you're working things out for tomorrow. 
give them strength to not quit, renew their vision, refresh the desire to keep going and to see what they're praying for come to fruition. Thank you for being constant in the story that we're living. Thank you for reminding us that we don't have to do this alone. We love you and we pray this in your name. Amen. If you're just discovering the places between, I want to be the first to welcome you to our community. Not only are we a place that helps you learn how to thrive in the waiting places of life when you know you're called to more, we know that faith in the process matters. We want you to find significance and learn to trust God despite the unknowns. If you're pursuing purpose in life but feel stuck, this is the place for you. If you'd like to join us on an upcoming retreat or dive into a 25-day devotional written just for you called Stay in the Story, visit theplacesbetween.com. We want to do life in the places and spaces between and hope to see you along the journey too. Come say hi on Instagram at theplacesbetween. And lastly, We've got some exciting episodes coming up, including conversations around calling, singleness, and marriage, navigating big decisions, and steps to take once God gives you a vision for more. I don't want to let too much out of the bag with the exciting episodes and incredible guests that we have ahead. We just hope to see you again next week. Till next time, keep enjoying the journey. here cheering you on, friend. You just finished another episode of the Places Between podcast. If you want to access more, be sure to subscribe or visit theplacesbetween.com to learn more about our guests, episode sponsors, upcoming retreats, and more. Like Stay in the Story, a 25-day devotional all about staying in your story while you wait on your dreams, on God, and on life to come to fruition. And lastly, if you're looking for an online community of people who also want to transition well, then come say hi over on Instagram at The Places Between. As always, thanks for taking time to dive into The Places Between. Until next time, keep enjoying that journey.